The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast, sometimes eight times a week, sometimes ten times a week, as it is when firings start happening. We do emergency podcasts. That's our bread and butter. I'm Will Brinson. I'm the host. I am joined by just one super friend, Ryan Wilson, to talk about Pat Shermer fired, hashtag, as expected by the New York Giants. Ryan there we go. We're not surprised, right? This is, is this more or less surprising than Freddie Kitchens, your boy, Freddie Outhouse, getting canned? Oh, maybe slightly less, Ooh. and uh, not by much, though. So um, let me see. I was trying to find this real quick uh, while we do this. So uh, here, keep talking. Let me look this up real quick. I thought I had it, and I didn't have it. I believe when you asked me what I was doing before the podcast, and I was gathering my materials <laughs> to present them, then now would be a good time for you to say you're right. Um, so here's the Giants' statement on Pat Shermer. It's actually hilarious. They um, they are not firing Dave Gettleman. They've decided to retain Dave Gettleman, and in their statement, they they list off they're like he drafted a bunch of people. Um, John Mara, whose name I will never pronounce correctly, and Steve Tisch uh, revealed the decision to fire Shermer and keep Dave Gettleman. Um, the after the Giants finished four and twelve with the thirty four seventeen loss to the Eagles. They were nine and twenty three, and I like this too. So because this is Pat Shermer's, is this Pat Shermer's second year or third year? It's his second, uh, yeah, right. It's his second year. Second year, nine and twenty three. And what I was going to mention quickly before, but, you but, but, but in their statement, they said the Giants were nine and twenty three in two thousand eighteen nineteen. Have not won more than five games in any of the last three seasons. What the hell does that have to do with Pat Shermer? Um, Steve and I have had many extensive discussions about the state of the Giants, Mara said. This morning we made the very difficult decision that it would be in the best interest of the franchise that we relieve Pat of his duties. The last three seasons, again, are we sure it's three seasons? Is he two or three? Why are they keeping yeah. up? Ben McAdoo got fired in 2017. Steve Spagnuolo took over temporarily, and then Shermer was fired in 2018. Yeah. Uh, the last three seasons they've been terrible. I, mean, I, I know, but I mean, like, it's weird to fire a guy and keep referencing the last three seasons as if Pat Shermer had anything to do with the last three seasons. When Four seasons ago, they won 11 games. So maybe that's the last time they were good. It went to the playoffs. and. Uh, uh, anyway, we came to the conclusion it's best to have a fresh start with the coach staff. We very much appreciate how Pat has done for the franchise. He's a man of character, integrity, and the team has conducted itself with pride and professionalism. As owners, we take full responsibility for our recent poor record. It is our goal to constantly, consistently deliver high-quality football. We'll do everything in our power to see that there is a rapid and substantial turnaround. Um, and then oh. so the, the Giants – well, hold on. Just one, one more thing. In the Giants.com article, they're like, Mar and Tish believe that Gettleman is the best general manager for the team. 
His first draft class includes running back Barkley, the number two overall selection, who set numerous records in his debut season, was selected the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. In addition, his 2018 draft choices include Will Hernandez, who started all 32 games in his two seasons at left guard, linebacker Lorenzo Carter, and defensive tackle B.J. Hill. This year, the Giants drafted 10 players, including Jones, who started 12 games. And it's like the, the Giants drafted 10 players. Like, congratulations, Dave Gettleman. You drafted 10 players. All right. I don't want to defend Dave Gettleman because – uh, I would imagine it was a Game of Thrones type situation when things came down to the wire and it came down to, to him and Pat Shermer. But, and I was on CBS Sports HQ with our guy Tommy T on Monday morning talking about just this. He drafted Daniel Jones at number six. At the time, everyone's yelling and screaming, us included. I think that pick probably turned out to be uh, not a terrible pick. Okay pick. B pick at, at worst. Then, the Odell Beckham trade. That also left us scratching our heads, wondering why in God's name would you trade Odell Beckham when, number one, you said you weren't going to trade him, and number two, you signed him to a long-term deal. They trade him. They take that pick that they get from the Cleveland Browns in addition to Jabril Peppers, who they got as part of that trade. Jabril Peppers plays in the secondary. Uh, they got Dexter Lawrence, your guy. Had a really good season as a rookie. Then they traded up into the, the first round to get DeAndre Baker, who I liked a lot last year coming out of Georgia. He struggled at times this year because he's undersized, but I feel like he has the potential to get better. They also got Darius Slayton in the fourth round, fourth or fifth round. He's a day three pick who had a huge year. He didn't replace Odell Beckham, but he gave Daniel Jones someone to throw the ball to when Evan Ingram was, was injured and Golden Tate was old and, and Sterling Shepard was, was trying to find his way. So you could actually say like the 2019 draft was, was pretty good for Dave Gettleman. That said, I don't know if it makes sense to bring him back given the body of work you just mentioned. And also you, you mentioned what I was trying to search for at the beginning here. You mentioned Shermer's nine and 23 record. Steve Spagnuolo in 2017 uh, coached four games and won three after Ben McAdoo got fired. Ben McAdoo was 13 and 15 in his time there, in his two years there, mm-hmm. and he got crushed for being terrible. Uh, yeah, he wasn't nearly as bad as Pat Shermer. One of the things I've, I've seen on Twitter Monday morning, I want to know what you think about this, Brinson, is that this isn't Pat Shermer's fault because Gettleman didn't put the players around the, around him to compete, and uh, that has uh, plays a much bigger role than the fact that Shermer couldn't get the best out of this team, and that was obviously displayed in their record. Yeah, I mean, look, I um, I don't have a problem with you firing Pat Shermer because I don't think he was a very good coach. And I I put him in the uh, Cowardly Lion, Jason Garrett category where repeatedly – I mean, like, this guy is on the hot seat, very much on the hot seat, right? I mean, Eli Manning starting – for him in uh, you know in 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 uh, Philadelphia on Monday night, and he's kicking twenty seven yard field goals. Like yeah. if that's if that's who you are, I, I tend to think that you're probably better off firing him and moving on. So I mean, like I don't have a problem uh, with that. Also, I'll, I'll point to one other thing, and I'm going to use this a lot uh, as guys get fired. And look, there may not be a lot of guys fired this year, which is good for those people, and we'll see what happens. But the the excuse that well he didn't have the players, so you got to give him a break. Or at least it's not entirely his fault. You can blame other portions uh, of the front office coaching staff. Uh, two names, Doug Peterson and Mike Tomlin. Those guys found – they held a, 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 like a raffle outside the stadium to find players, and they still uh, – the, the uh, Eagles went 9-7, and seven, the Steelers went 8-8. Eight and, eight. <laughs> and, and I think if that's the case, looking at those rosters, then Pat Shermer should be able to do more than win a few a few games in what was a terrible division. Um. I, I tend to agree. I mean, like, if you're, if you're a decent coach, um, you should, uh, you know, you should be able to win some games. But I don't know that Shermer had a ton to work with. And he actually took a shot at, uh, Gettleman on his way out last night. This, I think this speaks to the disconnect 
um, between the two parties, right? He said, Schirmer said, and this is via Pat Leonard of the New York Daily News, if I'm back, I'm looking forward to working with this young talent, Schirmer said. If I'm not, whoever's coaching this team has got a great group of young players. The dead money goes away. There's going to be cap space. We got picks. So there's ways to improve the team. What's wrong with that? He's basically saying, like, this is Shermer. It took this job thinking he would have multiple years to to turn around the Giants. Stop it. Two years is, I mean, look, look, again, I don't have a problem with getting moving on from Pat Shermer if you've got a better candidate out there. But, like, this is the Giants are acting like the Jets. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, I think you read the part about where, uh, Mara and Tish talked about why they decided to keep Gettleman. And like I said, there was probably some sort of infighting going on because typically, um, when people's lives slash jobs are on the line, they, they go into self-preservation mode and I get all that, but it's not in the best interest of the organization. And if you scroll through Twitter and see Giants fans, many of whom we work with, none of them seem happy about the idea of Gettleman staying and they seem to be okay with Shermer going. One name that's been mentioned Early on Monday is that Baylor's Matt Rule will yeah. be a prominent will be prominent in the Giants coaching search. Uh, this is Chris Mortensen of ESPN tweeting this out uh, early on Monday morning. Um, but I think did you say in the podcast last night or did I hear somewhere else that Rule wanted nothing to do with the Giants organization if Gettleman was there? Or that, is that was the no no no. So Rule wants nothing to do with the Browns. Brown, okay, fair enough. And there are people, multiple reports have suggested that with Dave Gettleman in place, there are potential candidates for the Giants job who would not consider the Giants because of because Gettleman gotcha. uh, is there. Peter Schrager um, tweeted, P. Schrags, the boy, um, the assumption that Baylor head coach Matt Rule wouldn't want to come to New York because of Dave Gettleman is jumping to a flawed conclusion. Rule and Gettleman worked together on the 2012 Giants team. There's a relationship there. Very interesting. Um, also, also of note, also of note, what's that? Let me respond quickly to that because I, I, I read that tweet from Schrager and I get that. And 2012, the Giants were nine and seven. The year before, they were also nine and seven and won the Super Bowl in 2011. So Matt Rule is on that staff. Look, just because you work for a guy, you work for people, I work for people, doesn't mean that no matter if they go somewhere else, we're going to be like, oh, let's go work for that person. Uh, and don't forget, Matt Rule had a chance to coach the Giants, uh, the Jets last year. The Jets wouldn't give him what he wanted in terms of hiring his own coaches. No, that that was ridiculous. I mean, that is that is but utterly ridiculous. You no, know, that's ridiculous in and of itself. But if you're not crazy about Dave Gettleman, just because you, you know, he he signed your paychecks six years no, ago. I, I agree. I mean, but, but like there is a connection there. So like there there is like it's not like you're going in cold and this guy has you know a belief that he just can't work with Dave Gettleman. You know what I'm saying? So th- there is at least like something. What if he hates uh, Dave? That's my point. He might look like. Do you think like if let's say like Debo? is hired as the executive podcast producer at Yahoo. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, we should definitely hire Brinson. I love working with Brinson. You know what I mean? Like, he might be like, do not do not freaking hire that guy. Um, Diva, right? Facts. Sure. Uh, the Giants and Browns, this is from Adam Schefter of ESPN, the Giants and Browns who have fired their head coaches in the past 24 hours still could be making more changes per league sources. And this is Schefter from uh, roughly 10 o'clock a.m., um, the new head coach in each city is expected to have input on whether the general managers there stay or go. Front office situations fluid. In other words, um, if the if the Giants or Browns could get a big fish on the hook, it is possible that said big fish, and depending on how much power they have, could eventually say, "Listen, I'm not 
I'll come do this job, but you're going to have to do something with Dave Gettleman. So if Matt Rule hates Dave Gettleman, and, and they believe that he's that big of a prize, he could potentially oust Dave Gettleman, I would assume. But that would be really embarrassing to um, hire – uh, hired Dave Gettleman, or like like to fire Pat Shermer, announce that you're hiring Dave, uh, keeping Dave Gettleman, then hire Matt Rule, and then fire Dave Gettleman. No, that wouldn't be embarrassing. Is it more or less embarrassing to do that, or to win three games next year because you you refuse to change what you're doing? And uh, Matt Rule, I think he counts as a superstar candidate. That's what, what do you mean, I mean maybe? I don't think he's a super, I mean, I like Matt Rule a lot. I think he's a good coach. I think he'd be great for the Giants, great for the Browns. Turn things around. You got to give him control though, unlike the Jets. Um, let's, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's no, like, he, he has a little bit of pro coaching experience. Does dress like Bill Belichick, which I think is a plus. Um, a little personable. Let me ask you this. Ask you this. Ask you this. Yes. You contemplate things. So I mentioned this also. I mentioned the draft, how, um, Gettleman did a pretty good job in 2018. I feel like if they crush this draft, you draft an offensive lineman in the first round because you have to protect. Uh, Fumble Ruski, Daniel Jones. You could take a cornerback or a safety in round two. This wide receiver class is deep. At wide receiver, you can get another wide out in day three because they don't have a third round pick. I think it's part of the Leonard Williams trade. I feel like if you hit on this draft, sort of like you did in 2019, you're in the conversation in the NFC East just because the NFC East is in such upheaval. Um, I would say I would that uh, when you look at the draft, that it's still up in the air. I mean, look, Darius Slayton was good, but he's a he's a wide receiver that you grabbed in the fifth round. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, he put up stats, but he played a ton. I mean, like he played a ton of time. I and mean, I like Darius Slayton. I think he's really good. Um, but you had three first round picks in 2019. It's kind of hard not to to not to screw up the draft. You know? No, not really. The Browns did it every year when they had multiple first round picks. I'm saying this year, if you get an offensive lineman, offensive tackle at number four. Add some depth in the secondary because you got rid of Janoris Jenkins. And then draft another wide receiver because there are 5,000 wide receivers in this class that can play right away. I feel like they can compete in the I, NFC East. I don't hate Dave Gettleman's last two drafts. I think, I think, I think there's a lot of potential there. If, if. you stand that more than you, Dave Gettleman. Sure. I mean, he had three first round picks last year. You better be good. You lost Odell Beckham. All right. Let's yeah, take well, a quick break. They, we'll come they, back. They Traded him. So a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about more candidates for the Giants job. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Okay, so we mentioned Matt Rule. All right, we've established the fact that the Giants have a substantial amount of young talent on their roster. I don't, nobody, nobody's going to disagree with that. I mean, if you, you know, if DeAndre Baker, Dexter Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Will Hernandez throw in Lorenzo Carter and BJ Hill if you want, and Darius Slayton. I mean, that's a nice core of young players. Evan Ingram as well. Um, I don't think that they're in a position to just win a ton of football games because of those guys. And I don't know that Dave Gettleman's um, non-draft moves have necessarily been good, you know, whether it's uh, signing Nate Solder to a huge contract, trading Odell Beckham, et cetera, et cetera. But we can all agree that there is a lot of young talent on that roster. Matt Rule is the guy we talked about. Who else would uh, would stand out in your mind as a possible candidate here for the Giants, Ryan? 
Do you think Ron Rivera has a chance, or is he going to be sewn up in, in Washington? So we're recording this at 10.45 on Monday morning. It's honestly possible that Ron Rivera is hired by the Redskins by 5 o'clock this afternoon. If It's weird. I mean, Bruce Allen has officially been relieved of his duties as football operations guy for the Redskins. Is that the Redskins announce it? Um, maybe not officially. I, th- I saw it somewhere, but I felt like it was official. Look at it, uh, but I, I think he's done. Oh no, he they officially did it this morning. Yeah, as, as of the season, as as the season concludes, Bruce Allen has been relieved of his duties as president of the Washington Redskins and is no longer with the organization. He's out completely. Now that's huge. That tells me that Ron Rivera may be going to Washington. Well, you can scratch that name off the list, Mara and Tish. I mean, Rivera would have been a huge coup for the Giants, I think. What about uh, Mike McCarthy? I don't hate it. I can see Mike McCarthy and Dave Gettleman somehow not getting along. Isn't Mike McCarthy just the uh, other side of the coin to Pat Shermer in terms of demeanor and oh, coach dude, style? Dude. What? Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl. Come on. Oh. I mean, Pat Shermer has two years with the Giants and two years with the Browns. This, well, that, Mike McCarthy is being dragged through the mud by you. He's not being dragged through the mud. He's part of a, a, an old guard that is sort of getting left by the wayside because the Sean McVay's. Pat Shermer uh, is 19 and 46 as a head coach. Well, that's, I mean. That's less two, than 30% of his. 30, two words, Aaron Rodgers. So you give him Aaron Rodgers, I would imagine he'd have won a few more football games. I, I mean, I guess he's got a, he got a, he had a Hall of Famer in Eli Manning. Oh, stop it. I mean, Mike McCarthy won. He won 125 and 77. He won 60% okay. of his games. This, this is well, ridiculous I, comparing I, Mike McCarthy and Pat Shermer. I'm not comparing them. I'm saying they're similar in terms of their demeanor and their coaching styles and in terms of how they perhaps relate to players. Kind of an a-hole. Um, I, I don't think McCarthy would be crazy. I think it would make sense for the Giants in terms of uh, getting a stabilizing figure in there, somebody with experience, somebody who can come in. And, and, and look, you say whatever you want about Mike McCarthy, but he developed Aaron Rodgers. Very well. Yeah, he did not develop him. We've been over this. He, we, I know we have been over this. When he got there, Brett Favre was a quarterback. He developed Aaron Rodgers. Aaron he didn't Rodgers, want Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers flourished in Mike McCarthy's system. Fair enough. Uh, what about Josh McDaniels? Any chance he would leave New England to take the the, well, the big job? It's funny you asked that because Adam Schefter literally tweeted seconds ago. Giants and Panthers now have requested permission to interview Patriots OC Josh McDaniels for the vacant head coaching job per source. Browns already have requested permission as well, so that's three potential opportunities. I say, how many of those jobs do you think he interviews for? I would guess all three. I'm going to say zero. Actually, why? Mike, zero. Well, no. Why? Why? Why zero? He backed out of the cold job after he took it. Because presumably there was some conversation about, hey, Bill Belichick will retire in X number of years, and you can have this job. I think that Belichick. I think he. I think he will not interview for the Browns job. Well, he may. He's he may not, consider it. He may consider. He's an Ohio it. guy. I think he'll interview with all, those. Are all three potentially good jobs? Are those jobs better than the Colts job when he thought he was going to have Andrew Luck? I would say maybe. No, get out of here. Look, if he like, if he really likes Daniel Jones, or he really likes Baker Mayfield, or he thinks that the Panthers and, and David Tepper are going to give him and um, Nick Casario like free run of the uh, of the shop to like Nick, set up. Let you know that Nick Casario is coming with him. 
And Nick Casario's contract's up for this year. And don't forget, Bill Belichick talked about this in the HBO special with Nick Saban. He doesn't like it when his coaches poach other people from his staff. So we'll see. I bet he didn't like it when Josh McDaniels ran to midfield going, yeah, I got you, Bill. <laughs> when he was in Denver either. But you know what? Fair enough. And he hired him again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels makes sense for the Giants. If, if you can lure him over and you think that he can develop – look, you have to get somebody who can develop Daniel Jones. I mean, that's that's the okay. end of the – Kevin Stefanski, no experience as a head coach, but an offensive coordinator, done a good job with Kirk Cousins. I have no problem with that. I think the Giants will shy away from hiring Minnesota Vikings offensive coordinators. <laughs> well, my concern is that – look, this ain't this ain't like the um, – trying to think, what's a small market – the Chiefs job, maybe. What's not smaller than that? The Chargers job. This is a, isn't like the Chargers job. You're going to New York City, uh, and if you're a first time hey, guy, Anthony Lynn, like, Anthony Lynn, like five and what do you get four and twelve this year? What are you doing? And people were like, "Oh, he's a great man. He's a great man. He coached hard to the end." It's like plays in the soccer stadium. What the hell? It's like he's playing in the dark. No one knows what happens over there right. unless Philip Rivers is punching somebody on the sidelines. No, no. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. It's it. That's why I don't think that they'll hire somebody. Who's a offensive coordinator with no head coaching experience? Robert Sala, who's done a great job in San Francisco as a defensive coordinator. Seems like he his players love him. Um, I don't know if he would be someone you would want to kick the tires on if you're looking for a, a young up and comer. By the way, speaking of the Redskins and Bruce Allen, Dwayne Haskins just tweeted. I tweeted. I Trent Williams. Let me with a gift that says, "Let me holler at you, bro." In other words. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk. Let's come back. Yeah, in other words, like Bruce Allen's gone. Maybe you should come back and. Uh, so, and imagine that. So Trent Williams comes back because Bruce Allen's gone. They draft Chase Young. Oh God, Brinson's dying on air. You all right? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> I saw it. It looked like <laughs> look at you're having a conniption. Uh, so you get rid of uh, uh, Bruce Allen's Trent Williams. You convince to come back to play left tackle. That solves a huge problem. Uh, I don't know if he's going to do it. He certainly says he wasn't going to do it when Allen was there. And then you draft Chase Young, and then suddenly you, you got something. You're, you're moving in the right direction. Scary Terry's coming back. Um, you can address some other needs. I think that's the right thing to do if you're Dwayne Haskins. Um, which job is better, Giants or Redskins? I feel like Ron Rivera would have more success in Washington if they, they being Dan Snyder, truly – is interested in having a hands-off approach and hiring a general manager. You had Scott McLuhan. It, uh, the reports are that Bruce Allen sort of wiggled his way back in there and got McLuhan out of there. McLuhan was doing a good job. Just, I don't understand. If I owned a team like the Redskins and I was a billionaire, I would let them run it yeah. and go just watch. Go in the box. You know what Bob Kraft does. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I would, well, I would say the Redskins is a better job because you're going to have more freedom to do what you want to do. And I think – Dave Gettleman is going to avoid trying to hire um, somebody. Someone who's going to get fired. Well, I mean, I think I just think that Dave Gettleman's probably going to hire somebody that he's going to have authority over. Like if Dave Gettleman's doing – that's the thing, is if, if you go to the Giants, you are potentially working under Dave Gettleman instead of with Dave Gettleman. If you go to the Redskins and you're a big fish that Dan Snyder hires, like a Ron Rivera, um, then all of a sudden, you know, you have power to bring in the people that you want to work with. So that's a whole different ballgame. Uh, as far as other Giants candidates, I mean, look, again, Kevin Stefanski can be on the list. Um, but I think that's probably a stretch that they would hire the guy who replaced Pat Shermer as the offensive coordinator in Minnesota just because of the similarities. I think teams tend to shy away from that. Matt Rule, Ron Rivera is an outside guy. Josh McDaniels, Mike McCarthy. 
I, I think there's a pretty good chance that one of those four people ends up in New York, and I think Rivera's probably the last guy on the list. Yeah, and, and I think the telling thing is that the list isn't very long. And yeah. we talk about firing guys all the time, seven or eight teams looking for guys. Who are you going to replace them with? And I, I think that's where we're at. And I think, you know, last week I wasn't sure McCarthy was necessarily slammed out to get a job. I feel like if there are enough openings, he very well may be because you, it's just slim pickings. And not that he's a terrible coach, but if you're looking to get younger and, uh, you know. Well, and, and look, and teams are scared by hiring like these, like the Browns are going to be scared off by hiring a first-time head coach after the Freddie Kitchens. I mean, they've hired five first-time head coaches in a row. And it's gone poorly every single time. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's you. Um, the Giants, I think, will be scared off. Hugh by Jackson hiring a first- wasn't a first-time head coach. Oh, you're right. He was in Raiders. He was in Oakland. It he, just felt like it was a first-time head coach. He was interim with the Raiders, though, right? Was he actual hired by the Raiders? He was there a while. I felt like didn't he have something to do with Carson Palmer coming out there? Trade the first round pick, but either Al, way, Al Davis died. and He traded for Carson Palmer. He he I, assumed control. No, I think he was the interim. They're eight and eight. Maybe he was the head coach. Tom Cable was fired. They hired Hugh Jackson. Al Davis died the year that Hugh Jackson was in charge, and he traded for Carson Palmer, and then he got fired. What are you saying? I'm saying that Al Davis died, and Hugh Jackson. Are you say? Are you are you asking me if I'm suggesting that Hugh Jackson killed Al Davis? Just trying to get the, the facts here. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> no, I'm I'm suggesting that um that when Al Davis died, there was a power vacuum, and Hugh Jackson stepped up was the fact the general manager for basically half a season and traded a first round pick for Carson Palmer. Um, yeah, that I agree with. Two first round picks. Anyway, uh, yeah. So it, it sounds like that's the early small circle for the Giants coaching job. Um, you would anticipate that whoever they hire will have some head coaching experience. Um, and remember. We will be back for, if Ron Rivera is hired, we will be back for a Ron Rivera emergency podcast. If Jason Garrett is fired, we're back for that. There's a week 17 recap as well as a Freddie Kitchens is fired podcast in your feed. So make sure and check out all those shows. And we'll be back on Monday night for a full roundup of everything that's going on. And then Tuesday, you can check out our head coach ranking show. And then Wednesday, Chris Chapasso, Ryan Wilson. Draft talk. Da, 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 da. All right, Ryan. Till next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.